Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. Hello, savvy souls. When you enter the coaching world as a coach like I have, pretty soon you find yourself in a world where ongoing professional development is the name of the game. Us coaches live and breathe professional development. We get coached, we self-coach, we buy programs, we offer programs, we go on retreats, we offer retreats. And we start to assume professional development is useful and something that's expansive for all of us. But one of my friends in this space, Dr. Jackie Eldridge, wrote a great post today that I want to address about that. As an aside, so you know who Jackie is, she offers incredible retreats in Italy every year. That's the one I took last year and talked about here when my wallet was stolen. And she offers calming mindfulness meditation sessions and transformative content for teachers who want to connect with their students from the heart and personal development workshops for pretty much all of us. I'm really excited to talk about Jackie briefly here as an aside, because Jackie and I will be offering a couple of weekend retreats here at my property together. We're going to do that for sure in September and possibly also in July. And I'll talk about that more later, not in this episode, but I'll definitely be posting about it in social media and maybe talk about it here. We'll see. Jackie's also a book author and public speaker, a motivational speaker, and I'll put some notes about her in the show notes to this episode in case you want to connect with her. Anyway, today Jackie's post said this, imagine if people thought about professional development as food for the mind and soul instead of a chore and a burden. Her post reconnected me with the idea that many of us don't think professional development is fun at all. It's not something we see as expansive. We think of it as a burden or a chore, as she said. There are several reasons why that can be true. Why professional development can feel heavy, like something we should do, not something we want to do. I want to talk today with you about why that can happen, what to watch out for, and how to embark on professional development in a way and only when that feels liberating and nourishing instead. There's a general reason professional development can feel like an obligation, why it can feel like it's something you want to avoid or put off until later. And it's this idea. It's all rooted in this idea. I'm not enough. That idea plagues us. It's just so common. Almost everybody has this idea about themselves in some way. I talked about that in my last episode when I talked about sitting in self-judgment. And this idea that we're not enough 
plagues us. We secretly believe that we're not enough, and we believe that we can't be safe until we are enough. But yet, we don't define enough. We actually don't know when enough is achieved. It's kind of like this moving goalpost that is never achieved. And so we keep thinking we're not enough. But yet, we deeply believe we're not enough. And so we develop lists in our head of all our deficiencies. Oh, I need to work on, you know, improving myself this way or that way. I need to get better at this or that. I need to learn more about these things. I need to improve in all these ways. It can feel really overwhelming. And our need to fix those things makes us come head to head, face facing the idea that we're somehow deficient whatever we're working on. And we view professional development from this space. It's as if we're going to diet where it's like, I'm going to eat kale with no dressing on it. And I never get to eat cookies or ice cream or anything delicious again. That's what professional development can feel like if you're approaching it from a space of I'm not enough. If we think of professional development as a way of fixing our deficiencies That feels pretty heavy, right? It's like, oh, I'm wrong in all these ways and I need to work on that. Ugh, not fun, right? Another reason professional development doesn't attract a lot of us is because we secretly secretly believe that we can't do it. We believe we won't succeed. We don't believe we're capable of making the changes we desire ahead of time. We believe we can fail at professional development. So we start by already feeling like we're not enough. And then someone's asking us to sign up for something that we believe will make us feel worse because we'll have something else to be not enough at. At least by not signing up for professional development, we can avoid adding an additional failure. We avoid professional development because we don't think we'll succeed at it. So these first two reasons are, I guess I'll call them internal. They're just the way we're framing things up and coming from a place of scarcity and I'm not enough and I need to do this to be better, but I might fail at it. Like all that kind of internal dialogue. They're coming from ways that we're thinking about professional development that come from our own sense of deficiency. And I'll come back with some ways to reframe this. But the third reason I want to address here first is more real. It's more external and less internal. There is actually risk that you can engage in professional development and end up doubting yourself more at the end. You can get gaslit about your beliefs when they're actually right for you. For those of you who aren't obsessed with personal development, professional development like I am, and who don't know what being gaslit means, it's just a term for what happens when another person in this context here, a coach or a business advisor, consultant or teacher or an instructor, when that person causes you to doubt your judgment or perceptions or memory and where they do this in a manipulative way by orchestrating a result that they desire that might not be what you desire. I want to say here 
that the manipulation can be unintentional on their part. The word gaslit comes from the movie called Gaslight, where a husband makes his wife go crazy by constantly dimming the gas lights, which is what I guess they used to use to light rooms, and telling her that she's imagining it. It was useful for her for him to cause her to go crazy. In the professional development wor world, being gaslit can happen when the teacher or advisor or coach think, thinks there's one right way and your way is wrong, where that coach believes there's a better way for you than what you believe. She's convinced she has the solution, and if you question it, there's something wrong with you. That actually happened early on to me when I started coaching and I signed up for a business program to help, help me kind of start a business. I'd never been an entrepreneur before. And it ended up being a terrible experience for me. I started off enthusiastic and with all kinds of ideas. And this coach who was quite well-known and very accomplished had a view about there being one right way to do things and the people I wanted to coach and what I wanted to coach them on and the way I wanted to approach it did not fit in her model, which was all fine, except for she believed that I was wrong. And she told me that if I did it my way, I would never have a business. I would just have a jobby. She was quite condescending. And because she was so influential and prominent um, and I really doubted myself, it took me about a year to recover from that. I went into such deep self-doubt. It was hard, me, hard for me to continue with my business for a whole year. So I do recognize that signing up for something, you, you can end up worse. I don't want to just leave it there, though. I'm going to come back and talk to you about how to avoid a professional development program that's not the right fit for you, just like that program was not the right fit for me. What I'd like to do right now first is to reframe all of this, not to convince you you need coaching or to take another course or do any further professional development or to convince you that there's anything wrong with you or deficient in you that you need to fix. Instead, and totally to the opposite, I want to reframe professional development as just something available to you if you want it. Like a pint of fresh stra strawberries in the supermarket is not something to buy because you're not healthy if you don't eat strawberries, but you buy the pint of strawberries because strawberries taste delicious to you and feel good in your body. Okay, some ways of reframing how you look at professional development. On the feeling, I'm not enough and I need to improve, here's one possible reframe. I am already enough and this teacher or this coach or this advisor or this instructor can help me discover how that's already true. She can help me discover my strengths. She can help me discover my personal genius. She can help me discover what I'm already doing well and build on that. 
She can help me understand how I can work with what I already have, with what I already own, with how I already am, and still accomplish what I want, how I can work with what I have and accomplish what I want. She can help me strive for goals with a sense of detachment without feeling bad if I miss them. She can help me build the confidence to take a chance for myself. She can help me discover ways to build my self-esteem. She can help me be more resilient. What you want to look for here, Savvy Souls, is someone who can hold up a mirror to you and say, here, look at the ways you're already amazing. Let's work with that. When you work with professional on professional development with someone like that, then professional development retreats or courses or coaching can be safe, nurturing spaces where you get to connect with who you are and what your soul needs. And that, Savvy Souls, can feel good. Another reframe is, I'm already enough and I want to keep growing and evolving. Why, if I'm already enough? Because we have a natural human desire to grow and evolve. Just because we can. Just because we're capable of it. Just because our soul is craving to be expressed. Just because we have creativity bubbling up in us. Just because we've learned a lot from our experience of life so far. And we have a desire to connect with other humans to share that. And professional development can point us in new directions we'd never thought were possible for us before. Professional development can share with us new ideas that can make life easier for us. Professional development courses or group coaching in particular can connect us with other people who want to grow in the same we want in the same way we want to grow. Secondly, for those of us who avoid professional development because we think we'll fail at it, we need to reframe what we're believing the essential purpose of it is, or we need to reframe the possible outcomes that can happen. As for our purpose in doing it, we need to remember that professional development is for us. It's not another test. We need to know we'll learn some tools, we'll gather some information that may be helpful to us, or not. We need to engage in professional development with the idea, I'll take the kernels of wisdom here that are right for me, and I'll leave the rest. We need to engage in professional development with the idea, this looks good, and we'll see in the end if it's right for me. If it ends up being helpful, great. If it ends up not being helpful, I'll have learned something about what's not helpful to me. And because of that learning, I'll be closer to achieving my goals. As for possible outcomes, we need to engage in professional development with the idea that there are only two possible outcomes. I'll succeed or I'll learn. Either way, I'll be closer to my go goals or I'll have more information to help me refine my goals. We need to embark on professional development with the attitude that it's not something we can fail at. It's just not an outcome that's there. We can define all the outcomes 
as not failures, but as learnings. All outcomes provide us with more data about us, about how we think, about our personalities, and about our goals. We have more information to work with at the end of it, whether it works out or not. It's useful, savvy souls, to look at our careers and our lives as an exploration where we get to learn and we get to pivot anytime that that feels good. We get to notice how what we've been thinking of as our failures in the past have actually led to our personal growth and to the satisfaction of having tried. I think for many of us, the worst regrets we can have in the end is not having tried at all. Okay, now about the important issue of the risk of coming out at the end of a professional development program or course actually feeling worse about yourself because the teacher, instructor, coach makes you question things you already knew were right for you. I've got three recommendations here. First, don't ever rush into a relationship with your professional development advisor. Don't immediately buy things. Get to know them first. Do they talk in a way that feels encouraging and fills you with a sense of possibility? Or do they make you feel fearful and afraid and doubtful and thinking, oh, I need to work with her and do what she's done to make this work out for me? If they're on social media or they write a newsletter and you're on their list or they have a podcast or they show up on YouTube or anywhere else they show up, notice how they frame up issues and how they respond to questions. Notice how self-reflective they are. Notice if they change their mind. Are they open to forming different points of view? Do they learn? Do they ever reevaluate something they've said? Are they opinionated and convinced that they're always right and that people that don't agree with them are wrong? Do you predict, do you sense that they'll give you a good hearing for what you think or how you feel if you experience things differently than them? Secondly, savvy souls, don't assume that someone who's perfect for a friend is right for you. We're all totally different. The coach who catapulted me into a full year of self-doubt propelled some other people in that exact same course to fantastic success. Her specific business approach was exactly right for those people. And it was counterproductive and even destructive for others of us. So if you get a recommendation from someone else, ask that person what they liked and what they didn't like about their coach or advisor. Ask what they noticed other people liked or didn't like. Discover as much about the process or the coach's personality or instructor's personality as you can and figure out if she's right for you. Think about what you like and what you think is important and relevant and what you want. It could be totally different from your friend. And finally, Savvy Souls, notice when you think of working with that coach or instructor or advisor, notice how you feel in your body. Think about working with her and then sit back and feel in your body. Does it feel like 
expansive possibility? Do you feel your chest open? Do you feel lighter? Do you feel a heaviness lift? Or do you feel a contraction or a heaviness or it just doesn't feel good in your body? And then do the same thing. Ask yourself, oh, what would it be like if I don't hire that person and go through the same feeling? We talk about this a lot, but for those of you who are able to feel the sensations in your body, it's such a good source of wisdom about what's right for you. It's not what your friends think would be good for you. It's not what the teacher's advertising. It's how it feels in your body when you think about working with them and not working with them. And I want you to trust what your body tells you, if you can feel that. So Savvy Souls, I hope some of this helps. I hope it helps you figure out what's right for you. Whether professional development is something that could expand what's possible for you or not. What kind of program or a teacher that would could help you? Not from a place of, I need to improve this way to be okay, but from a place of, I want this. This could be fun. Savvy souls, don't rush into anything. Anybody who tries to use high-pressure tactics, say no. There's always somebody else. There's always another teacher. Take your time. Find the right person for you. There's an expression, the right teacher always shows up when you need them. Trust that the right person will come, the right person for you. And hey, if you've been listening to me for a while, showing up here, and you're feeling a resonance with the things I'm saying, if you think I might be the right coach for you, if you even think you need a coach or could benefit from a coach, you don't have to be certain. I'm happy to explore that with you. We can have a conversation about your issues where you get to feel what it's like to work with me. You'll get to apply your own criteria about what's right for you at the end and decide if you'd like to coach with me or not. And if that sounds cool, and only if that sounds cool, only if you feel ready, and only if that feels like something that would light you up, you can book a free personal strategy session with me by going to my website, graced, G-R-A-C-E-D, canvas, C-A-N-V-A-S, dot com. And there are links throughout to book a free personal strategy session with me. Probably the easiest way to do that is to go to the coaching section there. Love you guys. Love you, Savvy Souls. Have an expansive week being who you already are and enjoying that. Love you guys. Bye. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want. <laughs>